All right. So I said that we would talk about three things, three things that will um, help you uh, as you move forward to really master your mindset. So number one, and there's a formula to this. And those of you who've been around, you'll know this formula, but it's never a bad thing to remind yourself of it. Number one, you have to craft a vision. No wind is favorable to the, you know, boat that doesn't have a destination. And that is really, really true. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm listening to a book right now, an audible uh, that was recommended by a friend of mine. Um, and I'm really just completely enthralled by it. And those of you who know I love books, and especially I love nonfiction books, it's a book called Wave Walker. And it's by Suzanne Haywood, who's now a, a major, um, majorly successful woman. Um, but her dad um, and I had a vision, rightly or wrongly, to go around the world on a, on a sailing boat. Uh, and they were going to go uh, doing James Cook's, um, Captain Cook's route, but the opposite direction. So instead of going around the world in the regular direction that you would go, which I believe and anyone who's a sailor will know this, and I, I, I might get this wrong, which I believe is east to west. They were going west to east, which is, um, which means you're going against, you're going against the natural pattern of things, which means you hit storms over and over again. So I'm in a part of the book where they're in a major storm and they almost all die. And it's, I mean, it's very incredible. Um, it's incredibly harrowing to listen to, but what happens in this major storm is they lose, they have, they have one compass and they lose the compass and the compass, you know, it, it breaks and the oil goes and it's all gone. And I didn't know this. Um, but if you're out in the middle of the ocean and you don't have a compass, um, and you're not connected to anybody, uh, you can't, you can't, you can't navigate. And I did not, I didn't know it to the extent that I know it now listening to this book. She says to her dad, are we going to be, you know, are we going to be okay? And he's like, I don't know. And it turns out they had a, they had a sextant, which is another type of compass that uses the stars. Another thing I didn't know about the compass, which is incredible, which I found out in this book, is that a compass over time has to be calibrated. It has to be checked because if it's not calibrated and checked, the metal with which it's connected to dislodges its calibration. So it loses its fine tuneness. Now, if you know anything about one degrees, if you go one degree different on your path in a boat, you will end up in another part of the world completely not just miles apart, but thousands of miles apart because of a one calibration, a 1% calibration difference. So I want you to hear me when I say a vision matters. It's like your compass. And we have to check the vision on a regular basis. We have to calibrate that vision on a regular basis. We have to tune that vision on a regular basis. And if you don't have a vision, make it up. Just make it up. And take an action step towards that vision, because in taking the action step, things will reveal themselves. Um, when I started Tech Pixies, I, I, I had I had no mailing list, I had no social media following, 
Um, we weren't really even a social media training company at that point, which I would never say we really are because we do life coaching, transformational coaching, business coaching. Social media is a great entry point to a lot of that. But when I started Tech Pixies, I had no mailing list. I had no social media following. I had no person on, no, no one signed up. I started with a blank slate, but I had a vision. And that was to help 12 women return to work who'd been out of, out of, a, out of, a, out of a career break, off, off work with a career break. And so I had the vision. So you have a vision board. You have 12 women returning to work and you then take action towards that. So what did I do? I did what I, what I could with what I had with where I was at. I had no money. I had none whatsoever. I, I, all the money I had, uh, I had, I had poured into my other business, which I had decided wasn't expansive for me anymore. I was at a place where I, the, I was not excited about the work I was making doing, and I was not excited about the money I was making doing it. I wasn't getting paid very well, and I wasn't excited about it. And I was time to transition into something else. So for me, the new vision was helping 12 women go back to work. And I did what I had, what I could with what I had, with where I was at. I had no money. I picked up the phone and I started telling people about my idea. I picked up the phone. I didn't even email people. I mean, this is like eight years ago and that's not even that long ago. I picked up the phone and I said, Tony Hart, I have this idea. And, you know, it was interesting. I spoke to different people and some people were partners in believing and believed in the idea. And some people said, oh, that's going to be tough to do. Maybe you should think about doing something else. You have sacred friends, people who put an obstacle in your way and help you decide whether or not that's right for you, right? So Tony Hart, partner in believing, I called him up. I said, I have an idea. I want to help women return to work who've been out of work. And he said, Joy, you're never going to believe this. I've got a grant that just came across my desk and it's exactly for this. You should apply. I put in an application for 16,000 pounds and that's how we got the first funding for Tech Pixies. Five, four, three, two, one, pick up the phone, call someone. But if I didn't have a vision, picking up the phone to call Tony Hart, I wouldn't have had a reason to call him. The conversation would have been like, hey, Tony, hey, Joy, how's your day? Good, how's yours? Good, great to catch up, bye. Right, I had a vision. I was sharing that vision with people. I would argue it's worth being careful who you share your vision with. I didn't know that when I was sharing my vision, but I had enough sense to know that if I talked to the right people and I shared my vision, someone would support me. So number one, have a vision. Calibrate that vision on a regular basis. Connect with partners in believing who encourage you. And when people don't encourage you, you say thanks for the feedback. So when you share your vision with someone and they're not fired up for it, Remember, it's not their vision, it's your vision. <laughs> and you just say thanks for the feedback and go find someone who shares your vision. No wind is favorable if you don't have a plan as to where you're going in your boat. So set your vision, get people in your crew that are gonna support that vision and they're gonna encourage you along the way, okay? Second thing you can do, and... <laughs> Whenever I talk to someone and, I, and the things aren't going great, I have like three questions for them. Number one, are you looking at your vision every day? Are you, are you calibrating that vision? 
right? Are you doing your brain brime? What's a brain brime? Well, a brain brime is how we squash the ants. So the way that we squash the ants is we craft a brain prime. The first thing to know is that the situation is neutral. Whatever the situation is, it's neutral. It doesn't have an opinion about you. You have an opinion about that thing, whatever it is. Menopause, great example. Menopause does not have an opinion about you. COVID does not have an opinion about you, right? We're not really, we have people who have COVID and are still getting COVID and they're dealing with long COVID, right? But so COVID itself does not have an opinion. You have an opinion about it. Menopause does not have an opinion. You have an opinion about it. Money does not have an opinion. You have an opinion about it. You either love it or you hate it or you're afraid of it, right? So notice what you're noticing. What's the situation that's causing the automatic negative thoughts? And recognize the situation is neutral. So therefore, I am not neutral. So what is my thought about the situation? And more importantly, what is that thought doing to me emotionally, right? What's the emotional side? And vice versa, if you can't think about what the thought is, think about the emotions, right? We know from biofeedback, if someone's nervous or they're scared or they're anxious, their body temperature changes, their, the sweat glands kick in, things start to happen physically. So if you feel things physically, if your heart's racing, if you start to feel those things, ask yourself, what's, what am I thinking? What's the thought? And remember, it's only a thought and a thought can be changed. I have a poster on my wall that I, I get surprised gifts in the post all the time from Tech Pixies. <laughs> and I have this great one on my wall and it says, it's a thought and a thought can be changed. And I absolutely love that because it's so true. So let's start with, if I know what the thought is, let's identify it, get it out of your head. So this is why an ant notebook is essential, ladies. If you don't have an ant notebook, get one, write the ants down, get them out of your head, right? Very, very important. Get them out of your head. So you've got to write them down. This is, a, this is an essential piece. And we ask ourselves as we're writing them down and we're looking at them, the, the term ant was coined by Dan, Dr. Daniel Amen automatic negative thoughts. So the way that we deal with ants is we recognize them and we ask ourselves, is this true? Is this 100% true? Because chances are it's not true. You know, if an ant is, I don't deserve to get paid or um, uh, I don't, you know, who am I to, you know, who's going to listen to me? Well, if you ever paid for a job in the past, you deserve to get paid. If you've ever invested in your education, to get the skills that you've got, you deserve to be paid because you invested in your education, right? So as you look at the evidence that shows it's not true, that's really important. We write down that evidence. Is it true? Is it 100% true? And if it's not true, what's the truth, right? The facts are, we always have the facts and the truth. The facts are, the truth is. The facts are, the truth is. So the facts might be, I don't have a lot of money in my bank account. I know some of you, that might be the case. I don't have a lot of money in my bank account. That's a fact. The truth is you are, you are more powerful than any situation, circumstance, and condition. And if you believe that, and you believe you are connected to infinite intelligence, you can come up with an infinite number of ideas 
an infinite number of ways of doing something, then then you, if you start to think that way, first in mind, then in form, you have to create it in your mind first. You are, you're, you're, you're infinitely creative. Every one of you is infinitely creative. If I, said, if I said to you, we have to write a children's book about a dog and a cat, and I asked you guys to come up with titles, we could come up with titles all day long. And when we ran out of ideas, we could reach out to ChatGPT and we could say, ChatGPT, give us titles of a, give us a thousand titles for a children's book about a cat and a dog. And it will just go on and on and on and on and on, giving us titles. So once you realize I am infinitely creative, once you realize you're connected to that infinite creativity, you realize you have the power to change your circumstances. So tip number two, get a brain prime in place. How do we do this? Well, we start with what we want to be true, the truth, right? So the truth is I am connected to infinite creativity. I have, an, I have a mind that can come up with infinite answers to infinite questions. Therefore, I can, everything is figure outable. I can figure this out, right? Marie Forleo's book, Everything is Figure Outable, such a great book, such a great book. The concept that we have the power to figure things out. So we craft a brain prime. Anytime you can put brain-based evidence in there, really important, right? So, you know, if you were paid for work before, you just haven't been paid in a while, remind yourself you were paid once, right? If you've invested in your education, remind yourself, I invested in my education. I deserve to get paid for the skills that I have. One of the things I did in the early days is I reminded myself when the plumber comes, I pay the plumber. When the plumber does their job, I, I pay the plumber, he or she. When the person that comes to help me with my house, I pay her, right? So you pay other people to do work for you. Why wouldn't you expect someone to pay you, right? So very important. We squash the ants, get them out of our head, write them down. Is it true? Is it 100% true? Find evidence that it's not true. Tap into that infinite creativity. Recognize that everything is figureoutable, that you are more powerful than any situation, circumstance, or condition. Every day in every way, you're getting better and better. And the third thing, and this one's really simple, but it's the part that everyone forgets. You listen to your vision. You lean into your vision. You listen to your brain prime. You lean into your brain prime every day for 67 days. 67 days. It's when they did brain scans, when Dr. Shannon Irvin, who trained me on all of this, when she did brain scans, they, they looked at thousands of brain scans. 40 days, some people can change a habit, but most people, the average time in which we have, we need to change something is 67 days. Transformation is not Amazon prime. And here's the deal. Once you deal with one ant, another ant will show up and then another ant will show up and then another ant will show up. They just keep coming. It's like an ant infestation. That's what Dr. Amen calls it. So the more you learn how to deal with it, the better, because they don't go away. And the more you, the more prominent you become, the more, the more you take off that invisibility cloak, the more they're going to show up, right? So we have to deal with the ants. Uh, so the, the formula um, for this is write your vision statement, write your brain prime statement, 
listen to them, read them, engage with them on a daily basis, first thing in the morning, last thing at night, 67 days is what it takes, okay? And if, if you miss a day, guess what? You start again. You start again, you know, miss a day. It's probably not the end of the world. Miss two days, you start again, right? In the book, Tiny Habits, he says, don't skip twice. Don't skip twice. So um, step number one, write your vision statement. A reminder of the vision statement. I'm so happy and grateful now that all of this is happening in my life in the present tense. This or something greater still. Now, if you want to deep dive into this, we do a vision workshop. We have another one coming up in July. Make sure you're on the mailing list. If you're here, you're on our mailing list. We'll let you know. We'll go through and do the vision workshop and do the vision statement. The second thing is your brain prime. And if you've not done a brain prime with us at Tech Pixies, you can go get our money mindset masterclass, techpixies.com forward slash money mindset. It's, it's, you can get it anytime you want. It's do it yourself. And we sometimes do it live. There's a whole deep explanation of brain priming in there. I even do live brain primes on the recording. So go and grab that. Those two things, the vision workshop and the money mindset masterclass will set you up with your vision and your brain prime. And then the third thing, repetition. Every day, wake up with the intention. I am a person who spends one to two minutes a day on my vision, one to two minutes a day on squashing the ants. If you do those three things, vision statement, brain prime, and daily, a daily dose of engaging in those, intending to engage in those, it's going to make a huge difference in your life.